0: everyone to Horror Cafe where we're serving up a cup of horror one episode at a time. I'm Erica
1: and I'm Jackie
0: and this is Close Encounters Month. This is episode six and we're talking about Alien. The
1: 1979 version. As opposed to? Any other one that came before and after. Well before like prequel that kind of thing. Uh Uh-huh
0: and today I picked us up From McDonald's, caramel macchiatos.
1: Well, thank you for that. It is delicious.
0: It sure is. Iced, by the way, because of course, it's it's hot. hot.
1: Because we're in where? Florida. Florida.
0: (laughs) South Florida, at that. Exactly.
1: All right, so take it away with the plot.
0: In deep space, the crew of the commercial starship Nostromo is awakened from their cryo-sleep capsules. Halfway through their journey home to investigate a distress call... From an alien vessel. The terror begins when the crew encounters a nest of eggs inside the alien ship. An organism from inside the egg leaps out and attaches itself to one of the crew members, causing him to fall into a coma, and then madness ensues.
1: And madness it is.
0: In space. Where no one...
1: Can hear you.
0: Scream. Alright, I've only watched this movie once, which you were really shocked about. Yeah,
1: I was, because... For some reason I thought you had seen it again.
0: Nope. I've only seen it once and I was a kid.
1: Like child, child or a teenager or pre I
0: think like I don't know, ten or eleven. Okay. That's kind of a kid.
1: Was it a family movie night thing, I would imagine? It was like a Saturday
0: night movie night. And Mm -hmm. I don't know and I mentioned it to you the night we watched it. I remember like enjoying the movie night that night for some reason, mm-hmm. and then we watched like HDTV after, <laughs> and it wasn't that popular back then. Uh, the channel that is, oh but.
1: my god, that's too funny that you would remember that.
0: I know it's weird memories, but hey, anyway, I remember really liking it back then. Also, it's a this movie plays a huge role in a different memory, <laughs> which is, um, it was part of a ride at Disney. Back then it was called MGM. Now it's called Hollywood Studios, and Mm -hmm. the ride doesn't even exist anymore, which is so sad. It was called the Great Movie Ride, Mm -hmm. and they had the Alien section, and I would cower in fear every time this part came when I was a kid because the alien would like pop out Mm -hmm. from the top,
1: and you never knew when it was gonna pop out, right?
0: Because it could. The cart was long, so you don't know if it was gonna hit you from the front or the side or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I played a big role in that. And then obviously when I got older, I saw it and I'm like, oh, okay. I was scared of <laughs> nothing. <laughs> but it was cool. So that's my alien encounter. Encounter <laughs> There you go. What about you?
1: Um, well, I actually saw Alien at the movie when it originally premiered. So wow. it was great to see it on the big, big, big. Big movie screen. Not even the size of movie screens that we have today.
0: Yeah, you guys were talking about that. Yeah.
1: Some of them were two stories. And I mean... it's weird. We saw the Empire Strike back, Strikes Back, your dad and I, at that same movie theater. And it's a two-level theater. And wow. the screen was massive.
0: That must have been cool.
1: It was really cool. Like, I, I really miss those big, big screens from back then. Anyway, so it was all the rage at the time because this was innovative iconic this alien was just terrifying with that double jaw Mm -hmm. that was like the big takeaway for most people was that creepy double jaw yeah and the sound in this movie is amazing too which we'll get to later but that too um and it's funny that you mentioned the 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 great movie ride because when I think of Alien now, I actually think of how terrified you were in mm-hmm. that section of the ride. I remember telling you, don't look, don't look, and you'd snuggle up close to me and hide your face.
0: I can only imagine people laughing at me, right?
1: It was too damn dark for anybody laughing. And okay, you're, you were like little, little. At yeah. the, we're talking four or five years old. Yeah. Um, but there was no way to keep you from hearing the sound. Right. Um, that alone scared the hell out of you. That's true. And funnier still for me is that you recognized the sound in the movie that was in that section of the ride.
0: Yep. And I mentioned it. Le- I'll mention it later. Yeah. All right. Let's dive into some movie facts because there's actually a lot of movie facts that I found about this movie.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Rotten Tomatoes. I was shocked at this. The critics gave it a 98.
1: I- I'm not shocked at that score.
0: I am anyway and <laughs> okay. the audience also gave it a 94 which okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have I guess I can just say it now it doesn't matter where I'm I have very mixed feelings about this movie.
1: I know you do. I I even could tell when the movie ended that you were kind of
0: meh. Yeah. That's how I felt like meh and blah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway, It was released on May 25th, 1979. I did not know it was from technically the 70s. I thought it was like in the mid to late 80s when this came out. So I didn't realize it was a much older movie. Mm -hmm. It was filmed over 14 weeks. Four identical cats were used to portray Jones, the cruise pet. (laughs) Which you know I love the cat. I know you do. (laughs) For scenes showing the exterior of the ship, which is the Nostromo, a 58 foot landing leg was constructed to give you the sense of the um, ship size. Hmm. But the director, who is uh, Ridley Scott, was not convinced to look large enough and he um, recruited his kids and the film cinematographer's kid to stand in as the astronauts or mm-hmm. the, the actors to make them look, because since they were small, for scale. It made the ship look bigger. Yeah. I don't know. That ship looked big as hell anyway. So. But, but I, I get, guess. I
1: can see because if you see them compared to the ship. To that adult, gives you something to scale it. To really visualize yeah. it. If the adults. It's a pretty
0: cool trick though. Yeah.
1: With the kit Using the kids in the suit. That was genius though. Yeah. I would imagine that was kind of like an improvisational thing.
0: Probably. Yeah. But that's pretty genius because that's movie magic. Mm-hmm. Three models of the Nostromo were made, a 12-inch 12, 12 version for medium and long shots, a four-foot version for rear shots, and a 12-foot one, um, and a seven-short-ton okay. rig for the undocking and the planet sequence. Mm. That's a lot of models. So there's a lot of special effects going on in this movie, yep. including like practical with mm-hmm. the alien. Apparently, the space, sh- the, s- shoots, uh, the, <laughs> the shoots, the spacesuits the actors wore were as probably those spacesuits would be, because mm-hmm. that, that's how I envision it too that they were thick, bulky. They were lined with nylon with no cooling systems inside. And there was no vent ventilation, so they were breathing in carbon dioxide. So that plus heat. The actors, you know, they were cause, they were like passing out and they needed to have a nurse nearby. Can you... Ma- I need to find that gig. <laughs> Working on a movie set. There you go. Damn. You could be the nurse to a movie set. That would be so cool. Yeah. I need to find out about that. That
1: would require you moving over there, though. Yeah, I know. Just Unless they you know. do
0: Florida movies.
1: There you go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I didn't... I thought this was interesting. Scott, Ridley Scott, had wanted the alien... To actually kill Ripley by biting off her head. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) And then make the final log entry in her voice. But the producers didn't want this ending and they ended with how it ended, which was that the alien is what presumably died. Mm -hmm. Which is kind of left open because can it technically survive out there? I don't know. Well, that's why we have sequels, right? Yes. Well, exactly. technically, there were a ton of eggs on that thing, anyway. So yes,
1: exactly. Never mind.
0: The scene of Kane inspecting the eggs was shot in post-production. The egg was made out of fiberglass so that the actor can shine a light on it and mm-hmm. see the movement inside. Which the movement inside was Scott fluttering his hands with uh, rubber gloves. So that's what I mean. Like a lot of practical effects, and mm-hmm. here's something I thought was like gross. The top of the egg was a hydraulic, because remember, Mm -hmm. it would open.
1: It opens up, yeah. And the
0: innards were cow stomach and tripe.
1: Oh, God.
0: Isn't that gross?
1: What other movie? Oh, Texas.
0: Texas. Used actual animal I know. That's so gross. Can't you just make it, like, out of latex or something? Maybe not
1: then. I don't know.
0: Maybe it was cheaper to do that.
1: I... It's probably is. Probably going
0: to a butcher
1: and, and just. No, no. Or not
0: even. No, the slaughterhouse. slaughterhouse. Oh, yeah. God. Because they probably just throw that out, right? Oh, I don't. I, I don't anyway. Know. <laughs> Sorry, guys. That's kind of gross. <laughs> For the filming of the chess buster scene, which apparently is like the scene it is. of the movie, I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't know if I'm going to end up really just disliking this movie by the end of this conversation. <laughs> Okay, continue. Anyway, um, so the cast knew that the creature was going to be coming out of the chest,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and it's a puppet, but they had no idea that there would be, like, fake blood coming out with it, mm-hmm. and it actually, the the surprise look on the cast's face mm-hmm. was genuine.
1: But hold on a second. I mean, really? They didn't re... I- Just logic tells me anything bursting from inside of a body. But they're there to do
0: their thing and, you know, I don't know. Well,
1: I guess it was a good idea for them not to know because they looked genuinely (laughs) surprised. they did look
0: genuinely shocked. Yeah. For Ash, who is the robot, the innards were made with, here we go, milk, caviar. That's a waste of money. Isn't it? Isn't caviar expensive?
1: Well, there's cheap caviar.
0: Oh, all right. Pasta, Mm -hmm. fiber optics, and get this. A foley urinary catheter catheters were used for his innards
1: I have to say it looked disgusting That was
0: really gross it was
1: it grossed me out more than the chest bursting scene yeah
0: oh yeah the chest thing was like all right it's just violent but, but this was just disgusting like all the, the milk and all that white mm-hmm. I guess what I guess his fluid right oh it was just disgusting it the was head uh, yes yes. Anyway, and you were right. Um, Remember when we were watching it, you said, oh, I'm sure that's the actor Mm -hmm. through a hole? Right. It is, because they made a latex version of it, Mm -hmm. but it looked bad, which Mm -hmm. you can see in the next scene really quick. it looks really bad in the next scene. It looked really bad. So it is him through a hole.
1: And then they just covered up the... Yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So you were right on point with (laughs) that one. (laughs) And uh, for the alien, it... Remember I did mention this. I'm like is it I wonder if it's somebody in a suit. Yeah,
1: yeah, you did mention that. So for
0: most of the scenes it is a a gentleman. I really can't pronounce that name.
1: I'm going to try. Go. Bolaji Badajo.
0: Okay. <laughs> he was in a latex costume just for him and he was 6 or is 6'10. Wow. Yeah. So, there you go. Wow. He played the alien. I did notice this when I read it. I didn't notice it initially, but uh, Ridley Scott did choose not to show the full alien for most of the film. Mm -hmm. And that was to, you know, add terror, suspense, and kind of like you make your conclusion as to what the whole thing kind of looks like. I can see that. that, I think that's cool.
1: I mean, when I'm thinking about it, it's true. You just kind of mostly... See, like, some of the tentacles that it has, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the right, but that's yeah. what they look like to me. That's what they look like and to me. And then that... Appendages? Yeah, that weird, weird I will weird say it's a very
0: unique-looking alien out of all the aliens and light that yeah. in movies. Mm-hmm. It's not the typical little green man. It's something unique. I think the head is cool. Like, just yeah. the whole, like, half-moon-looking thing. It's
1: just weird. It and then that double weird. jaw.
0: Yeah, I know. that. that that's what I think it's famous for that whole double
1: and then mouth. it was copied throughout since then in other movies where i've seen it copied i just can't remember where but i know i've seen it copied well, so you
0: know. a lot of movies are influenced by other other movies, movies as we have seen yes. just with music alone so
1: mm-hmm.
0: all right let's dive into movie mm-hmm. talk
1: okay you want me to go over the characters yes okay so cast of characters
0: mm-hmm.
1: dallas who is the captain okay Ripley, who is played by Sigourney Weaver, a twenty-eight-year-old Sigourney Weaver. She is an officer. There's Lambert, who is she's the navigator. Mm-hmm. Brett, the engineer. Kane, the executive officer. Ash, the science officer, and then Parker, the chief engineer.
0: Perfect. So we start with the Nostromo. It's a crew of seven, which we have introduced. Mm-hmm. It's trying to return to Earth. From whatever mission they were on, they're a commercial starship. Whatever that... What does that even mean? A commercial starship? Well, I
1: mean, when the first scene opens, it's they were somewhere else. Um, the ship is a refinery. And oh, they were...
0: I guess maybe collecting...
1: Iron ore. 20 oh. million t- pounds of iron is ore is that what we're going to have to
0: resort to later in life Yeah. Having to go to other exploiting
1: planets. other planets so that we can continue living on ours i guess
0: great let's go ruin some other planets <laughs>
1: exactly let's <laughs> just strip them of their natural yeah, resources but anyway um yeah that's what the whole thing and it's it's, it's a really bulky looking ship but understandable look at all the the cargo it's carrying
0: but it's huge
1: yes it is and, and it's
0: like a weird u shape yeah. right like kind of it's just How do you i gonna get lost in there i, I don't know Right. Yeah. Okay. Huh? Anyway, the crew is in this cryo sleep, mm-hmm. right? And they're they're like in these little pods, and their underwear and all this. I just
1: find those underwears ridiculous. Like they're they're why like a they sheet.
0: In, why can't they just be in clothes anyway?
1: Right. And then the chicks have like this little sheet uh-huh. over their boob area, and it's <laughs> like, what the hell, man? Yeah. Ugh, anyway.
0: Anyway, they're they're woken up from this sleep. But wait, they're woken up not even slowly. It's like, woo, lights are on, wake up. <laughs> Instead of that slow Maybe that's how they wake up. We don't know. It's space, right? right. And it's the future. <laughs> sure. Uh, I'm sure you'll go on that tangent. <laughs> yep. At some point.
1: Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna start my first one. Facial hair for the men.
0: Uh-huh. Oh, and let's just think
1: about it. For everybody. What? The only one who has a full beard is Dallas, who's the captain. And okay. it, clearly that's been there, but no one else has any facial hair, no underarm hair, none of that. What the, is it because? Maybe
0: it freezes them. The like, cryo
1: sleep stops the, the growth of hair?
0: I guess. And I think they've been out for a while.
1: Yeah, they've definitely. I don't think you do that for like, you know, an overnight sleep. I think it's for months or whatever. I, I don't know. It that just it was the first it's the thing
0: future, that I future mom the future <laughs> who knows. Anyway, when they wake up from this, they um, have this big breakfast,
1: their lunch, first dinner. Meal together. I don't know what
0: it is. There's a cat. We find we see the cat there. Mm-hmm. It looks like it's um, Ripley's cat because she seems to be yeah the one next to it. This is not important, but you know, I have to point out the cat. Well, he joke. actually is important well, to this is.
1: movie, so yeah. Jones. Jones.
0: So the crew is trying to get in touch with Earth, and I guess the, the point of contact apparently is Antarctica, mm-hmm. and they can get through.
1: Yeah, but what they've discovered is that when they wake up, they're like, why? We're not even anywhere near. We're halfway there. Why were we waking up? And that's when they discover that mother, that's the operating system for the mm-hmm. ship, I guess the IOS or whatever of the era <laughs> yeah i guess so <laughs> has deviated from the course and that they have to go investigate because it's a- it,
0: because she intercepted a message, a message like i mentioned correct. in the plot and that's why yeah they have to wake up and it's an of unknown origin yeah
1: And it's in their contract. It's Mm -hmm. interesting that in that meal, when they're having that first meal, the two engineers, you can tell that they're being paid less than the other people are.
0: I didn't get that. Yeah, they're
1: discussing about, oh, why is my bonus not bigger? And, Mm. you know, uh, everyone has, I guess, a different contract and payment. Mm. And it's funny that even in the future, this BS of work is still going on.
0: Well... I don't think that's ever going to change. <laughs> Probably Death, not. Taxes and work—it's <laughs> going to be a constant throughout any lifespan.
1: Yeah. At but- this point,
0: I do want to make a comment. I wrote it down. Have you noticed mm-hmm. that in all these space movies? Yeah. Why are the ships so cold? Why are they white? Why don't they like decorate or make it look different? Like, why is all this tubing? Pipes, mm-hmm. whatever. Why is it always so exposed? Why is it so industrial? Mm-hmm. Instead of making it at least look nice or at least your sleeping court, at least make the area, the common areas look a little bit more like home. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're out there for months. Or
1: years, actually. Or year.
0: Why? It's always like that. Yeah, and you would think because I,
1: I looked it up because I wasn't sure what year this is supposedly taking place. Mm-hmm. It's the year twenty one twenty two. You would think we would be much more evolved in the year 21, 22. Yeah,
0: that, I don't understand that. I've always noticed that in space movies. I'm just like, can't they just spruce it up?
1: Instead of the usual tubes and that yeah. weird poster And it's always
0: white. Yeah. yeah, and it's a weird like beige poster, Like everything, Star Wars, Star Trek, it's all the same. <laughs> Why? <laughs> anyway, that was just my comment. I wonder if anybody's ever noticed that. Ridiculousness of mine. <laughs> <laughs> so, like you said, they do have to investigate this unknown origin. They find a planet, and they're go. That's where it's coming from.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like really, yeah. you're gonna land on a planet that you don't know anything about.
1: It's in their contract. They have to do it.
0: That's great because they're
1: think sing- they believe it's a distress signal, mm. but they later find out. Dun, dun, it quite
0: quickly yes. and of course as they're landing the ship gets damaged or as they're going into the yeah, planet yeah of course i,
1: I mean really how a
0: classic
1: how, how crappy is their landing system that by now they can't do a perfect landing
0: oh and <laughs> we thought about this with the last movie or something else we watched recently like <laughs> we should probably make a list of these are clues of how, where shit's going to go down. Uh-huh. And this is one of them, where your ship, of course, gets damaged. Yeah. Or kind of like the lights going out, because, like, what the fuck? <laughs> of course it gets damaged. So now, not only do you have to go investigate this shit, now you have to fix your ship. Yeah. Well, the engineers have to go fix the ship. <laughs> they split up to go, you know, there's a the team that's going to stay on the ship to fix it, and then the team that's going to go see what this distress signal is.
1: And the... Ex- exploratory team is lambert dallas and kane
0: mm-hmm. they come across this that ship really looks like a u or like a c yeah.
1: right it was like
0: a it's crescent a weird looking- like a crescent
1: looking kind of thing
0: it is very impressive though and i got the sense when they were walking up to it and they saw it that this thing is humongous mm-hmm. And then that's the other thing. All these ships are huge. There's never like a normal size anything.
1: But what would be a normal size anything like a out plane. in space? No, <laughs> you can't know. have a plane out in space
0: <laughs> that size. No, no, I guess not because you have to live on it.
1: Yeah, you need all that. But does space. it need to be that big? Yes. Why? <laughs> I don't know. If they're flying through space, they might want to change areas. Who the hell knows? <laughs> I don't know.
0: Sorry, I know this is getting <laughs> nitty gritty down there. What I
1: what I. I did write, write in my comments here that the inside of this alien ship on this planet mm-hmm. looks very steampunk industrial like.
0: But it's still the same thing.
1: Yeah, it hasn't really progressed much. And there's a part Crazy. in there where they're walking through an area and it actually looks like a bunch of ribs.
0: Yes, it does. That's how it looks. You're right, though. The right word for it for that ship is the steampunk
1: industrial, kind of weird. And it's all very grayed out, that old rusty look. It's just, not rusty, but I don't know. It's... Yeah. Yeah.
0: They come across a alien that has been fossilized. Mm -hmm.
1: You would think that that would be...
0: A red flag? Uh Uh-huh. But they didn't seem, like, surprised by it.
1: Yeah, they just, like, oh,
0: okay. And it's
1: huge. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: But they really just, oh, Okay. Like nonchalant, I'm like, really? Yeah, you should be a little bit more concerned.
1: In the meantime, yep. Mother, the operating system of the ship, mm-hmm. has deciphered the transmission, and I am going to go off on one here because
0: well, it's Ripley who's with
1: yes, quote
0: unquote mother,
1: right? But the thing is that how long? Why did it take it that long to decipher? That's true. A transmission. If it it's is technology. Yes.
0: Yeah. we wouldn't have a movie.
1: Anyway, the transmission is that it's not an SOS. It's a A warning. warning. Basically, hey, don't go over there. Now, was that intentional of the company? Mm. Because they refer to their bosses or the people that they work for as the company. Was this intentional? Did they delay that until they got off?
0: But how? They're not within communication range. How do we or is know it programmed that? Programmed that way? Maybe. Oh, well, that's true too. We don't know that they're not just cutting off communication on purpose. Exactly. Maybe there's that's a, a good point. A,
1: a a vein of deceptiveness in in, in it about yeah. the company.
0: That makes sense. Ripley says she's gonna go help them out because mm-hmm. she has this. Oh, new because message. of the SOS, yeah. But Ash, who is very odd mm-hmm. and acts odd, mm-hmm. he's like, nope. What's the point? They're coming back soon. By the time you get out there, they're probably on their, on their way, way back. back. So somehow that convinces her to stick around. We go. But back she also
1: doesn't look like she's hundred percent convinced about with it. him. Yeah. Yeah, and him, him in him. general. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We go back to that alien ship. Kane is the one that's exploring more, and he goes he goes down like this hole hmm And finds, I like the hatchery.
1: Yeah, that's what I put. It looked to me like a hatchery.
0: What's a hatchery? What it sounds like? Like, just... A
1: hatching egg? eggs. Like, oh, yeah. I didn't
0: know. Honestly, I I learned something new today. There
1: you go. A hatchery. Excellent.
0: There's a ton of eggs down there. hmm And, of course, he goes to investigate. Like, uh, th- this is... These are aliens. Yeah. Why aren't you, like, freaked out? Yeah, that's number one. And why would you get near it, not knowing like what kind of organism it is, what is it made out of? Right,
1: without like I don't know some other scientific stuff. But these people may not be per se scientists, and they're just going on the natural instinct of exploring. I'm not a scientist
0: either. (laughs) <laughs> yes
1: but you're the other side of the
0: spectrum but always afraid uh-huh but this it just i don't know it doesn't make sense and then if there's eggs honestly i would automatically be be like where's the mother because uh-huh. there has to be some something other that laid it, yes. That's protecting yeah protecting it perhaps or they're alive so it's, honestly the yeah. ship something's in here
1: it's an organism that's alive and mm-hmm. and he sees it too
0: Yes, and instead
1: of standing back like, "Oh, let me get the hell out of here and let everyone know what's down here," he gets closer. He gets closer to it. <laughs> he gets close closer, and then that thing just opens up. Yep. And
0: this with the cow innards. Yeah,
1: with the cow innards, <laughs> and this weird—I don't know—it kind of looks like a cross between a, a crab. And a stingray together, yeah. like if you mash them together, it
0: looks like a horseshoe crab. Yeah,
1: and a, sting, and a stingray, everything mixed together, Ugh. and and it just attacks his helmet because think at, right. well, at least they're wearing helmets, obviously.
0: Right. Well, it didn't do much, did it?
1: No, it sure didn't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Lambert and Dallas bring Kane back when they get to the ship, Ripley, and I have to. I mean, it's hard, but I agreed with her. Yeah. She did not want to let them in because there's a protocol of quarantine. Mm-hmm. Because you don't know what kind of infection they probably are bringing back in. Right. Yada, yada, yada. But Ash, or, yeah, right? It's Ash, Ash. lets them in. hmm <laughs> More hints of why he's so odd.
1: Yes. So what we find is that now that the creature is attached to Cain's face, mm-hmm. and you see it just like the... The, the To me, they're like crab legs. They're just yeah. wrapped around his face. But mm-hmm. his face, sorry. And then like the tail is wrapping around its neck.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I noticed that too.
1: <laughs> and they scan him and they realize that the thing is feeding him oxygen mm-hmm. in the interim. Mm-hmm. They decide to cut into it. Now, when they do this, none of them, I think they're just wearing like a little tiny plastic mask over their nose. Right and nothing and no else gloves, no protective no, nothing, gear nothing
0: right that's where my issue is
1: it's ridiculous they and they cut into it and the blood presumably mm-hmm. blood is acid and it eats away at everything it touches it immediately makes a, a hole through the hull of the ship
0: yeah and i mean it goes through layers of the ship of the ship yeah and this is like ash is the science officer uh-huh. right and you didn't put any kind of precaution. This is what I mean where I'm like, these people are stupid. Yes. Like, how can you not do something to protect yourself from an organism that you do not know what it's made right. out
1: of? I mean, something. Ugh. Protective eye gear. I don't know. But yeah. it, it's just crazy. Now, while they're looking at how that thing is dripping through the ship, mm-hmm. um, they come back to where Kane is. And the thing has disappeared from Kane's face. But the funny thing is here, I don't know if you noticed this, is they all get in there. It doesn't occur to anybody to close the freaking door so that it can't get out.
0: Just so much failure.
1: <laughs> They're running around looking <sighs> for it. Yep. And it falls and it falls on um Ripley. what's her name? On on Ripley. I was gonna say Ashley. <laughs> My god. <laughs> Ash I, and Ashley, yeah. yeah. It falls on on Ripley.
0: And Ash. Wants to keep this creature.
1: Presumably it's dead.
0: Right. And then they mention in this discussion of taking this thing back to Earth, it's going to take them 10 months to get to Earth. Yeah. 10 months.
1: That's a lot.
0: That's a long ass time.
1: So I guess they get to go back to sleep. I I think that that's when they decide to have one more meal and go back to what is it Cry- cryo sleep okay I was saying suspended yeah. sleep but yeah cryo sleep
0: but before they go have this you know their their next meal together as the as a crew Kane wakes up
1: yeah with like nothing like Nothing. but again here is another thing would mm. you not check him out like,
0: I would think so the ash is the officer he
1: should be quarantined <laughs> somewhere
0: I agree but Alas, here we are. And
1: and who is it that comes down to see to actually see? Oh yeah, he is okay. I think it's Dallas who comes down. And like, I think so. Yeah, let me go see him. Like, oh yeah, yeah, you you look fine. Let's go mm-hmm. have a meal together.
0: Little do they know that this meal is going to turn into a nightmare. Yeah, they're eating. It's casual, and then all of a sudden, Kane starts choking because they didn't check up on him or leave him quarantined, like you said. <laughs> yeah. And you know they he ends up like laying flat on his back on the table mm-hmm. and this is where we get the
1: the, the what is uh, it the chest buster scene. The
0: chest buster scene.
1: Which is the alien literally pops out of his chest area. Right. And, and it then, is one ugly little yeah, father man. it's
0: ugly. And it pops out and then runs away.
1: Yeah. And it makes this little screechy sound. Mm-hmm. You want to hear it? Sure, cuz okay. I don't remember. I figured you didn't. <laughs>
0: annoying little shit it sounds like right yeah Ugh. anyway it escapes they don't so the alien escapes and they get rid of kane's body by just literally throwing it into space i mean they or wrap it yeah
1: they kind of wrap them like a mummy and then it's bon voyage
0: and you mentioned a good point like what happens does the body just like
1: Float Float? forever in space? I mean,
0: I guess I don't even
1: think it would decompose because of the cold. Yeah. I mean, it might get frostbite, but, you know, freezer burn. It's
0: kind of gross, right?
1: (laughs) You're just floating in space forever? I guess. That's kind of sad. That's kind
0: of weird. Yeah.
1: Why didn't they just, like, you know, don't they have, like, a fire-up thing? I don't know. What's what's that called? An incinerator? (laughs) Yes, an incinerator.
0: It probably would have been a little bit more tame. It yeah. just seems so barbaric, like, flinging out that body like that. I'm like, like okay. Goodbye. There it went.
1: <laughs> they even said, does anyone have anything to say? And nobody like, nobody said
0: anything. Nobody said anything. It's like... You've been with this guy for who knows how long. Yeah.
1: And not even a word, like, oh, we're going to miss you. Nada. Or, Nothing. Nada. <laughs> so now the hunt is on.
0: But before we get to that hunt... Let's take a quick break. All righty. And we're back for the hunt. Take it away.
1: So, yeah, now it's time to look for this creature. And guess what they do? They decide to all split up. I mean, Mm
0: -hmm. that is
1: not smart. But at the same time, how else can you? Exactly. So, at least they're doing in little pod groups, so to speak. Right.
0: Because they discover that the alien is using the air vent mm-hmm. system. So, they also split up one to go look for it. And then the other group is trying to go seal off Areas. certain sections. Right. So, I can understand why.
1: But in they this, still split up. In this in still counts. it is okay to do so.
0: I suppose so. Right.
1: So... Before everybody starts split, well, once everyone's split up, there's a quick scene between Ash and Ripley, and they're talking about the organism, because he, Ash, the science officer, is looking through a microscope, and she's like, that's really interesting, and he poses the question, what would you have done with Kane if you had mm-hmm. not let him in, and she says, well, that's breaking protocol, and you, as a science officer, should know that,
0: mm-hmm.
1: should have known better, so... She's questioning him already, but he insists that it was the right thing to do.
0: And that it was worth the risk. It was it worth, was a right. a risk he was willing to take. Exactly. For the, you know, the right. knowledge of the organism. Yeah. So then from here, we
1: cut to the next scene, which is Parker, who's the chief engineer, mm-hmm. um, Brett, the other engineer, and then Lambert. Mm-hmm. And they're all looking around for the alien. <laughs> and um, right. Jones, the cat, kind of tricks them. And Because they're thinking, oh my god, this is it, this is it, and it's Jones. And Jonesy, as they call him, yeah. runs off.
0: Because and- he's scared. Yeah,
1: he's a cute orange tabby.
0: Yes, Yeah. He is.
1: Um, he runs off, and they tell Brett to go look for Jones. And um, on his way to looking for Jones, he finds an exoskeleton. Mm-hmm. Now, between the time that thing jumped out of Kane's chest and now, it has... I don't even... Th-
0: I think, like, quadrupled and No, size. it's not even...
1: I don't know. It just massively grew Yeah. in that time frame because it looks huge.
0: Yeah. Jones is hissing because he knows that the alien is, you know, nearby. Mm-hmm. And the alien kills Brett. Yeah. So there he goes. But doesn't kill the cat.
1: No. Thank goodness.
0: <laughs> thank God. At least <laughs> the animal has survived so far. <laughs> We cut to Dallas, who's now in that airlock, air vent system with Mm -hmm. this flamethrower, which I always did remember being another, like, iconic thing of this. Mm -hmm. And apparently it's a, if we ever have to fight aliens, I guess flamethrower is the way to go.
1: Yeah, because obviously in 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 the the, thing, thing, they did the same thing. They did
0: the same. So clearly we need to find a a flamethrower.
1: (laughs) Something I noticed about (laughs) this scene is, yes, he's carrying the flamethrower, but then he's got this massive flashlight. Mm-hmm. With him. And instead of like moving it so that he could see down the airlock system, it's pointing up and at his face all the time. It's like, what are you doing?
0: There are some very poor choices.
1: Very. And Lambert has this like little machine that literally looks like an old Atari Pong mm-hmm. video game. Mm-hmm. Again, another really <laughs> bad technology here. Uh-huh. They could have been a little bit more imaginative hell even the Jetsons were way advanced back in the day anyway I digress and Lambert is telling him oh it's here it's there and I can see you and it's getting closer and it's getting closer this this scene is very intense Mm -hmm. because you can see the alien on this ridiculous screen getting closer like a tracker yeah like it's like a tracker and it's just following it and and then it's just like bam it's Dallas di- is
0: done. Dallas
1: is done. That's
0: what I have on my yeah. notes. <laughs> so this is when Ripley takes over. Mm-hmm. She now becomes the the captain, so to speak, because mm-hmm. ga- uh, Gallus
1: Gallus because okay. Gallus
0: is is gone. <laughs> So Ripley's first thing is she goes to visit Mother. It's like this room. The room is cool. It's just all these lights in there and mm-hmm. a computer, mm-hmm. which I know you were bitching about how and old it looks.
1: Antiquated looking screen. All right. Let's, and, hold on. And a horrible keyboard. Okay. I mean, really?
0: Okay. Hold on, Mom. Ugh. Hold on. Let's back it up. <laughs> let's back it up. Let's talk about this now because you're obviously on this tangent. We can pause the movie for okay. a minute here. Uh-huh. This was made in 1979. Yes, but
1: why not go full Monty imaginative?
0: But you they can could say have. the same thing about Star Wars. Yeah, but
1: it's it's not the same. It, I uh, guarantee you it's not the same.
0: By the way, we love Star Wars. Just yes. letting you know. But, you know, I, I don't agree with you. I think that's where the imagination was, is that now we are in 2021, mm-hmm. and this just looks old. Did you think it looked amazing in 1979? Yes, you did. Yes, I did. Because that didn't exist. That's,
1: okay, fine. That's what I was
0: trying to tell you the other day. <laughs> it's like, I understand that it looks old now. But the- It looks like it's from 1990.
1: I get it. But here's the thing. Here's my mm-hmm. my retort to that.
0: Uh-huh. Is that- You didn't say it about the thing. <laughs> I know it's not in space, but their compute everything was antiquated. But that was
1: then. That was 1980. It wasn't oh, in true. the future. Okay, fine. this is 20 21-22. The Ripley Scott should have been a lot more. Whoever, Literally
0: 101 years from now.
1: Right, from now. Should have been a little bit more imaginative wow. in the sense that.
0: Wow, you're telling Ripley Scott this? <laughs> Ripley? Ridley. Uh, Ripley. <laughs> Sorry, Ridley Scott. Okay. I change your name, too.
1: Why didn't he make it more futuristic-looking? Again, I go back
0: to the Jetsons. Even they were more. But to him, it was imaginative in 1970. Well, probably 78 and 79.
1: I don't know. I Let's agree wow. to disagree. That's
0: rough. <laughs> hey. I hope he doesn't hear this.
1: I do. <laughs> I hope he does. And maybe he and I can have a conversation about it.
0: We could. We could. You've made some amazing movies, by the way.
1: Yes, I'm not saying <laughs> otherwise. I just think that it could have expanded and made it a lot more futuristic well, looking. They might have Like been... flat panels instead of this clunky looking keyboard and a green and black screen.
0: I think, let's try to look at it this and way. And then a screen with
1: ones and zeros running through it.
0: Well, that's, that was the mother deciphering the message. Ugh. That's the computer. That's in the Matrix, so you can't even go there. Because the Matrix <laughs> is modern and we still saw the zeros and ones
1: Okay. in fine. the Matrix.
0: But the, it makes sense there. So what is this? No! The mother is the computer! <laughs>
1: Alright, let's, okay, let's, let's agree. Let's just
0: say we are right. Agree, Agree to disagree. disagree, and I think they spent the imagination. Sorry, Archie, our our,
1: our, our co-producer
0: co-producer dog is in the mix today yeah. again. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they spent a lot of imagination probably on the alien itself.
1: A hundred percent. That maybe they, they that.
0: didn't look at that. I think it's fine. I think you're over. What if this is like? Since it's a commercial ship, uh-huh. it's not modern looking. So they get purpose, junk. So they get like. A hand-me-down okay, I will,
1: I will give you that then.
0: Okay, does Fine. that make it a little bit more... Sure. ...agreeable? Sure. All right. All right,
1: so Ripley goes to visit Mother mm-hmm. in that room to get answers.
0: Right, because they can type in the computer questions, and I guess Mother is supposed to be able to answer.
1: Like, with a voice, too. No, it sometimes. types it back. Well, I know, yeah. but sometimes it talks, too. Well,
0: apparently, they. It's, she's kind of like... This is modern. It's kind of like Alexa, because they would just be like, mother, blah, 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 blah. And she would answer.
1: That they called it mother. It is weird. Like Norman Bates calls his mother. Yeah. And kind of like a
0: big brother. Weird. But mother. But mother. Anyway. All right.
1: So this, this message pops up on the screen and it says, priority one, ensure return of organism for analysis. All other considerations are secondary the crew expendable.
0: And this is order 937.
1: And that's when Ripley realizes, "Oh, are we screwed or what?"
0: And Ash sneaks up behind her. Right. To and then she like they talk about this. Ash tries to kill Ripley and then Ripley defends herself.
1: But before that happens, they do a close up of Ash mm-hmm. and you see sweat
0: running down his
1: face, but it's milky.
0: It's white, yeah.
1: And I think that's when she's like, what? Mm -hmm. Because she sees it.
0: Yeah, well, it's pretty obvious. Yeah. So she kills Ash, and that's when she realizes, we realize, everyone, that he's a robot. No wonder he was so weird Mm -hmm. and off.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and not afraid of the organism, so to speak.
0: But... In this future setting, I forgot who mentioned... I think it was Parker. He was like, why would they send us a robot? So I feel like maybe this is something that exists in that world. Where yes. there's robot, you know, human-looking oh, robots. Oh, for sure. So for that's sure. very futuristic.
1: I agree with that. It <laughs> looked very real. It looked very well, because real. it was an
0: actor, so
1: clearly. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, there's only three crew members left. And mm-hmm. it's Lambert... Parker and Ripley, mm-hmm. so they decide to rewire, and this part is just totally gross. Yeah, it was disgusting. Um, Ash, mm-hmm. and they're like they're touching his weird innards.
0: Yeah, and it, it all makes like weird noises, squishy noises. Like, Ugh. Yeah, yeah, squishy noises, squishy
1: noises, which are pretty repulsive.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and
1: they rewire him, and he comes back to quote unquote life or back online in this case.
0: Yeah. And they just question him. They want to know how to kill it. Right. And when he comes back online, I like that. Mm -hmm. Ripley asks him, what are his special orders? Right.
1: And he says, it's priority one is the life form, and there are no other priorities but to bring it back. Mm -hmm. Now, prior to this, Ripley actually says, this is probably for, to use it in military,
0: weaponize it weaponize it of sorry course. to it's weaponize always about it weaponizing exactly <laughs> they do ask him how can they kill it that there has to be a way and he says no there isn't because it's a perfect machine organism yeah which is why they would want to weaponize, weaponize it. it
1: and lambert says to him you admire it
0: and he does and
1: he says i admire its purity that's creepy.
0: Yeah, it is.
1: So Parker is really pissed off and he's like, just shut it down.
0: Shut Ash down.
1: Shut Ash down. Mm-hmm. And before he does, he basically tells them, I can't lie to you, but you guys, your chances of survival. Well, you I, you have my sympathies. <laughs> and then Parker gets really pissed and beats him the hell up.
0: Yep. So now the remaining three, they need to escape on the shuttle. Mm hmm. They split up Ripley on her own now. Right. And Lambert and Parker. Mm-hmm. What Lambert and Parker are going to go do is look for coolant while Ripley prepares the ship. Right. The, or the shuttle. Mm-hmm. Ripley also goes to look for Jones, <laughs> the cat. I love how they do remember the cat and that they do want to bring the cat back. As Lambert and Parker are getting the coolant, which you mentioned, like, why are they just throwing that stuff around?
1: They're throwing... I, I don't know if that's... Can explode and combust? I'm not
0: sure either. But they're I just would assume throwing so.
1: these tubes like boom through I the know. floor all over the place.
0: Oh, and part of the plan of the escape with with the shuttle is that they're going to blow up
1: the no, no, uh,
0: Nostromo. Nostromo.
1: Yes, Nostromo.
0: Anyway, as they're down there getting the coolant, the alien shows up mm-hmm. and kills both of them. Yeah. Now it's just Ripley. <laughs> Ripley does find Jones and now she activates the emergency destruct system which you notice this i did not right it, it cannot be rescinded after 5 minutes right
1: at that point you cannot stop it from destructing
0: so this part with just ripley and the cat and the self destruct was a little confusing mm-hmm. because she finds the cat she puts him in the carrier but mm-hmm. then leaves him somewhere she goes to activate the system but doesn't bring the cat.
1: Right. And I guess she realizes that she didn't. And that's when she goes back to look for it again.
0: I guess. But then it then she wanted to, like, rescind.
1: Yeah, she changes her mind about self-destructing but the why? ship. I don't know. I that, don't understand why. That's something why. I
0: didn't understand. Um, and she misses that five minutes. Even though it looked like she might have been able to rescind it, she didn't get to.
1: Yes, she did not. She it you were you're like cheering her on, so to speak. You're like, "Oh my gosh, yeah. she's going to make it. Is she going to make it?" And mm-hmm. she does make it, but the ship itself
0: she was within the few seconds that but, were
1: left. Yes.
0: But I guess it wasn't enough and now it's in the 5 minutes of it's going to blow up. Mhm. Um I did make a comment in my notes that when she activated it initially, that alarm came on, Yeah, the one that's very notable, Mm-hmm. and the one that's in the great movie, right? You want to hear it?
1: I got it here. Sure. All right, let's hear it.
0: Yep, that's it. That's the sound. <laughs> I didn't think I would recognize it so automatically, but...
1: You did. I sure you did. Said, oh my god, that's the sound. <laughs> and there it was.
0: And there it was. Anyway, now she also has this famous flamethrower mm-hmm. with her. Like right. her, she's carrying it around.
1: She's basically playing <clears throat> cat and mouse with the alien with the itself. Alien. With the cat in the carrier at the same time.
0: Right. She does get to the shuttle and she does manage to escape with the cat. hmm She blasts out pretty pretty far away. And she could still—I mean, the blast was like a nuclear blast, mm-hmm. and it blew up three times, which I didn't understand either.
1: <laughs> maybe like, it goes through sections, and depending on what's on the ship maybe, itself, uh, yeah, to make what it,
0: materials. Yeah. All right, that's fair.
1: But it—it uh, it was a pretty exciting end. Was that part of it yeah. of the ship and it blowing up, and she's counting down, and you're like, "Oh my god, right. how far away from this blast field does, does she, she have to, to be?" be yeah that's true so that was pretty i thought that was a pretty cool scene
0: it was then you see her in the ship she puts the cat in the the little cryo sleep pod pod yeah you see her getting undressed which really (laughs) i mean with her her underwear half down
1: half down (laughs) pull it up man it's like come on was that
0: really necessary was it
1: necessary to show her in a little crop top tank top with her underwear and her ass crack showing. I guess it was. What was the point of sh- doing
0: that? I don't know. I've never understood some of those choices in, in movies where I'm They like, had
1: to add some sexy quote unquote to it. I guess.
0: Maybe. maybe it's, okay, maybe it's showing vulnerability.
1: Sure. Okay.
0: Because you think she's safe. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe this is, let's look at it logically. Okay. She's getting undressed to go into the cryo sleep too. Right. right. Which we don't know why they have to be in their underwear, but they are. Mm-hmm. So she thinks she's in a safe space. What do you When you get home and, and you undress, you feel like you're safe, right? Um, of course. But then she looks over.
1: And there it is.
0: And there it is. So she's in a vulnerable spot now because you're basically getting comfortable to go into this cryosleep, but you're not safe now.
1: Right. But what's funny is it looks like the alien is asleep. It it's does. curled up in this little... I don't know. Uh, crevice? Crevice, yes, within that space escape um, pod, whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. And it's just like its hand or whatever, I think that's the hand, just reaches out. But you can tell like it's asleep. It looks like it
0: because it doesn't seem shocked by her.
1: Right. Like it's not yeah. waking up and attacking her. Right. But she's like, holy shit.
0: Yeah, she didn't get out. Easily. And
1: then she just backs out into like a closet or whatever it is mm-hmm. where they have the suits, the spacesuits suits themselves.
0: Yeah. And, and she, she gets
1: starts in it. getting into her space suit. And then all of a sudden she starts singing this little song. Yeah. Kind of. And I can see why she would do that. It's a way of keeping herself calm. Mm-hmm. It's self calming. Yeah. But this part is like creepy because then it starts like strobing as well.
0: Yeah, of course. There's a lot of
1: strobing in this movie because your dad mentioned it a couple of times. Yeah,
0: it's very like, oh my God, this is a lot of strobe lights in this thing.
1: So once she's in the suit, you see her going to um, a chair. I don't know what to call it, but it's a chair. A
0: spaceship chair.
1: Yeah, a spaceship chair. And she starts strapping herself into it, like Mm -hmm. with the seatbelt or whatever it's called. The harness. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's like a harness, really. Mm -hmm. She starts pressing all these buttons. And the, what she's doing is she's waking it up mm-hmm. by blasting it with like air pressure, mm-hmm. and that's when the strobes hit even more, and that's when you get get this effect of you see it in parts waking up. And she's into that little sing song thing that she keeps saying "lucky, lucky, lucky, lucky" over and over lucky and over star again, or something, something mm-hmm. like that, lucky star. And it gets up, and it's horrifying. Mm-hmm. This scene to me is horrifying because. You're in that little spaceship mm-hmm. herself
0: with this thing. Yep. And a cat in a pod. At least the cat's in the pod. <laughs> there you go.
1: <laughs> so finally, the alien notices her, and it starts getting closer and closer and closer, and she's got her back to it, and all of a sudden she looks from the side of her um helmet, and it's right there, and she screams, and then she presses a button, and the door to the shuttle opens and that whole pressure, and now you realize why she has strapped herself in. Right. Pushes him out. Mm -hmm. And at first he kind of holds on to the door. Of course. And then finally he's pushed out and there it is.
0: He goes off into space.
1: She sees that the alien is trying to get back in through the, tur I guess they're turbines, to the shuttle. Mm-hmm. And she sees it, and she blasts him, and out it goes into space, just hurtling. I wonder if he meets up with Kane.
0: I mean, he could.
1: Archie. <laughs> that was a funny sound. <laughs> that was a funny sound.
0: <laughs> but, you know, does it survive? out there. I don't know. Or maybe it does freeze. Who knows? It's a perfect organism and a survivor. Right. So I just wonder if the alien ends up surviving anyway.
1: And going where? Like, where I don't know. Go? We don't
0: know if it can fly or, you know, swim through space. <laughs> I don't know what that would be called. I don't either. I think we never just know. We don't know. We don't. But the
1: thing is, it's no longer on the ship, and that is the end of the movie.
0: Yep. You see it. her getting into
1: the pod, and
0: night-night. Yep. She's the lone survivor. And that's Alien. That's the movie. That's a wrap. I... I'm still mixed. Okay. On it. All right. You? I still like the movie. You still like it. Yes, I do. Okay, then. Let's move along to sound and movie. And with that, before we do, Archie has
1: decided to leave (laughs) his usual perch. So he is walking around. You may hear some click-clack and his collar. So that's what it is.
0: That's our producer.
1: That's our sound. (laughs) Our sound producer.
0: Yeah, Yep. Anyway, so for me, the sound that stood out to me the most, I mentioned it already, is the alarm system. The
1: self-destruct thing. Yeah, it's just
0: recognizable. What about you?
1: I like all the sound in this movie. Yes, that part is very iconic because it takes me back to the Crate movie ride and when you were a kid. Mm -hmm. But I did find something really cool on YouTube, and it's called... Alien Behind the Sound, hmm. 1979. It actually shows you how the sound crew did a lot of the sounds. And you, you're, you'd you be surprised at what they used.
0: Oh, cool. Like
1: they used disposable bags and hmm. cans and all kinds of stuff. So it's not very long.
0: Okay.
1: But it's very interesting. I thought it was awesome. So I'm recommending, again, it's Alien Behind the Sound, 1979.
0: Cool. All right, best scene. What's your best scene?
1: I actually, my favorite scene is really the end. The end? Where she's in the shuttle. I think that scene is just, even now, even though I knew what the end is and I know what's going to happen, it, the tension in that scene still gets to me and I still like that scene. What about you?
0: For me, it's actually when we find out that Ash is a robot because I really didn't see that coming at all. It was a genuine like shock.
1: So you didn't remember that?
0: No, this oh, was like wow. watching a brand new movie for me. Yeah, All I remember yeah. was um, the flamethrower was something that always stuck out to me. Um, The running around. Mm-hmm. And um, that's clearly the it. sound and the sound of the alarm. But that's pretty much it. This I mean, I remembered nothing. So it was a really big like, oh, shit, that's an interesting twist. And it just added this sense of evil because he was sent there with that intention. So mm-hmm. I feel like that whole mission, whatever they were really out there doing, the real purpose was was his purpose. Yeah. Which was to find an alien life form. And bring, and it, bring back it back at all costs. Exactly. Yeah. Best character. Who is your best character?
1: Ripley. I, I love the role that Sigourney Weaver did in this movie. She was the character a, she made. The character that she portrayed, a strong woman, but has vulnerability as well. But smart and courageous and even strong to some point. And physically, a leader. And a leader. Because she did take over. She
0: did. I put Jones the cat, but yeah, I think Ripley is the best one too. <laughs> oh wait Because I always have to add the, you know, the animal factor. I know. But, but not only... She's a leader in the sense that she did want to do what's best for the team. She mm-hmm. questioned, mm-hmm. you know, she was just upfront about it. So, what did you think of my underwear analysis at the end? Did it make sense now? Yeah, maybe. It did. Okay. Yep. Good. What about best unlikable character? Uh,
1: we both agree. Ash. Ash. He was great, though.
0: Yeah, he was. He
1: was great. The
0: actor, you know, when you find out that he's a robot, you can tell. Like when you really rethink the scenes over, and if you rewatch it. He is robotic, mm-hmm. and the actor did a good portrayal of like a very just cold, disconnected, disconnected. disengaged. Ha-ha. He's get it disconnected, offline. Good one. Yeah, <laughs> he is
1: completely emotionally disengaged. Yeah, throughout the movie, he
0: is and very and, monotone. Yeah,
1: and then you realize why that's yeah. the aha moment.
0: So it was it was very well done. Yeah. All right, I like this category along with the rules, but. What character would you be? I chose for you that you would be Ripley. <laughs> so, hats off to you.
1: Well, thank you. I, I appreciate that. I like that. Anytime. And for you, you would be Lambert. Of course I would be. <laughs> aside from the fact that she was... Scared? She was scared all the time, but she kept like saying, let's not do this kind of crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. And that would be you. It's like... Why would we do this? Mm-hmm. That kind of...
0: I would be that questioning factor. Like, what the hell, guys? Why? <laughs> but then at the same time, it depends on the situation. Be like, all right, let's do it. But right. definitely this, no. <laughs> Just no. <laughs> Does it hold up? For me, I I said it from the beginning and I still feel the same. It's, it's mixed. It's very meh, blah for me.
1: It holds up for me. Okay. Except for the technology stuff. I'm not dropping it. Okay. It still holds up. It still <laughs> has tension filled moments. Now, I will make a comment though the 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 uh, scene where the ship is in self-destruct mode and Ripley is going down that tunnel. that's part of that movie ride thing that you just we talked about before. When I first saw it or the first couple of times, I always mm-hmm. thought that was longer. It mm. seemed very short now.
0: I don't, I can't tell you because I don't remember.
1: To me, it felt so, it was like, really, that's it? Mm. So
0: that, that scene kind
1: of like was like, oh. It's over. Yeah. I, Mm. I felt like that when I had seen it before, it always felt longer. But anyway, that was it.
0: All right. And now let's go to our rules. All right. Rule number one, don't say hello or who's there.
1: Rule number two, turn on the lights.
0: Rule number three, don't split up. Rule number five.
1: No, four. Don't go upstairs in the basement, the attic, the airlock
0: system. <laughs> A spaceship. <laughs> Rule number five. Why are you going in there if it says don't enter or just looks creepy? No trespassing. Rule number six. Make sure the bad guy is dead. Rule number seven. No Ouija board. All right. We kind of just got one. Yes. In when we were saying the rules, this mm-hmm. happens sometimes. Mm-hmm. I put that they split up.
1: A bunch of times. A bunch of
0: times. Yeah. Even though we somewhat understand, they still did it. Right. I put, why are you going in there for, why are you going to that planet that you know nothing about? hmm And going into that alien ship. Right. Which you know nothing about. I also put turning on the lights, because they were all in this dark situation, and you guys clearly have flashlights. Right. So, get the damn flashlight. Exactly. And then
1: now, one, as we were saying the rules, that we both looked at each other and had that aha moment, Mm -hmm. making sure the bad guy is dead.
0: With the alien, they never bothered. Right. It's like, and even at the end, Mm -hmm. Ripley
1: didn't know that the alien was in there, but she also didn't make an attempt to make sure that it was dead.
0: Right. So, So,
1: yeah. Make sure the bad guy is
0: dead. And those were the rules broken in Alien. And last but not least, Scream Award. How many times does Erica scream in a movie? Ah! I put one out of five. I had like one moment where I was like, ah. Yeah, one out of five sounds good to me. And that was it. We watched this movie with our Amazon Prime subscription. So if you have Amazon Prime, you can watch it on there. You can also rent it on Apple TV, YouTube, and Vudu. All right, Mom, that's a wrap on this episode about Alien. Thank you for joining us today at Horror Cafe. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook with our handle at Horror Cafe Podcast. And we also have a website, HorrorCafePodcast.com. Please comment, like, subscribe, send us emails. We'd love to hear from you. We love feedback and fan mail.
1: I get really excited when I get an email from our followers. And please send us emails because we really read them and we do reply.
0: And please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. That'll really help us out. You can leave the star review. And if you can leave a comment, that would be great too. Absolutely. We really appreciate it. And until next time.
1: Stay spooky.
0: Bye, everyone. Bye. (laughs) Bye.